Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take puffy shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week, Dry Your Own Steaks, a very special guest, and threesomes of all shapes, sorts, and sizes. Let's go. Time, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but constantly. <laughs> you guys are constantly doing when this. When I'm not working or, uh, you know, sleeping, I'm doing this. Are you done, Ashley? Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, you should probably take this out of my hand, or I'm going <laughs> to play through the whole... Freaking thing. Ready, Jordan? I'm ready. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, a lot of people are thinking something right now, and I'm just going to come out and say it. Are you saying that there's some sort of elephant in the room? There is an elephant in the room, and I'm not just talking about the new Fat Joe album, which I bought earlier today. Is that uh, some sort of allusion to how fat joe is uh i think or, that's why he named it that yeah i think he named it the elephant in the room because he's so oh fat. Is, is that the actual name of it that is the actual name of huh. it. yeah absolutely making fun of oh, the no that's weight. the name of his album okay i think he is pro i mean he's he's obviously he's got a great sense of humor about himself fat joe sure Anyway, this is the elephant in our room jordan last week on the program we hit the absolute apex of what Jordan Jesse Go is capable of doing. Mm-hmm. We brought in a special guest, Claude Brodesser Ackner from The Treatment, mm-hmm. I mean, The Business. <laughs> yeah, was a, we brought in Claude Brodesser Ackner from The Business. That's worse than the time we had the guys from Asia in here and you introduced them as Europe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really like the creme de la creme, the peak, and the question that it suggests is... Wait, what, hold on, I got another one. This is worse the time, than the time we had Dylan McDermott and you introduced him as Dermot Mulrooney. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually an interesting question. Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulrooney? <laughs> I was going to save that for another, but yeah, anyways. Anyway, um, I, let's save it. We'll save it. We're sure. going to sit on it. So we've already hit our heights, right? In fact, I, we're here, normally, Jordan, we would be in, uh, we usually do these from the field. Mm-hmm. We're actually in the Sound of Young America call center right now, which is very unusual for us to be doing our mm-hmm. show from there. Um, here's one of the calls we got about last week's show. Jordan, Jesse Go, this is uh, Jason. It's St. Patrick's Day. Uh, one of my best friend's birthdays on St. Patrick's Day. I was uh, running home at 2.30 in the morning, and you had Claude Burdester-Ackner on the phone, I mean, on the uh, show, and it was the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life, and I would just like to say thank you for having him on. This has been the uh, pinnacle of the show. Uh, the Claude Burdester-Ackner show was the best thing I could ever possibly imagine. Thank you, and keep it up. Thanks, guys. So, in other words, I think the question that's going through our listeners' minds right now is, why even bother continuing? Sure. If uh, by continuing, are we only sullying our legacy? 
Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying, Jordan? I yes, sure. Are you on board? It's this? like maybe Woody Allen should have just stopped after I don't know. Let's say maybe Manhattan, yeah, Manhattan murder Manhattan mystery. Mur- yeah, yeah, yeah. It, bullets over Broadway. Even I'm going to go as far as no, I'm gonna, bullets I can go over as, Broadway. I can go yeah. as late as bullets over Broadway. Right. I mean, and and it would even though he has had some successes, you know, he's he's they've had, been successful failures. Yeah. Um, and that's something I put a lot of time and thought into the past uh week and a half or so jordan Mm -hmm. and actually one of the reasons why this uh this show's a little been a little bit delayed is because you know you and i have been what we call a refractory period yeah (laughs) after you blow your load yeah on the tits or face of your listeners right like we did yeah you have to uh you know yeah so you got to take a little nap yeah maybe go to jack in the box so Jordan, there was something that made me. <laughs> there was something that made me reevaluate all of that. Sure, I'm going to play it for you. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, this is Jimmy in LA, and uh, that was the zenith of the show. Really, I mean, Claude Desteratner, he was pretty good, but he was no Ashcon. Guess who we got tonight, Jordan? <laughs> I hope it's Ashcon. Yeah, it is, ladies and gentlemen, Ashcon. Ashcon. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Wow. It is always a pleasure to have Ashcon uh, on Jordan Jesse Go. And by always, I mean last time and hopefully this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are yeah, you doing, Ashcon? Oh, you know, just hanging in there. Yada to meme. Yada to do. <laughs> uh, I guess for, for the people who, uh, for the people who, who didn't Bobbly, hear the... Bobbly, Bob. All right. I think that's all at least uh, 400,000 Americans need to hear <laughs> in order to know exactly who we're talking about, Jordan. Um, uh, uh, if you didn't hear the last episode, uh, Ashcon, uh, in addition to being a, a, a hip-hop performer, how do you, I don't know, how do you like to be billed? A hip-hop artist? Uh, uh, what, 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 what should I call you? The Ooh. ultimate pop star. Yes, in addition to being the ultimate pop star, Jesse uh, Ashcon is a guy Jesse and I went to college with. Yeah, he directed me uh, as I was portraying the lead character in a play that you wrote. Yes. One that I was told if I auditioned for, I could get to be the uh, very brief um, <laughs> cameo sketch comedy-like appearance as radio DJ. Mm-hmm. And I could get instead, five credits. Instead, you had to do a lead role. Yeah. And did it uh, C. I'd say C. No, no, no. Come that's on, the, That's Come the rating on, I would Jess. give myself, God. C. Would you, I would say B-. minus. Are you willing to go as high as B-, minus, Ashcon? Oh, absolutely. I'm saying a solid B. Wow. Solid B? Well, thank you, Generous. Ashcon. I'll, I'll go with B-. minus. I'll take B-. Minus. And, and it, it's kind of noteworthy, I think, to have Ashcon back on. I mean, apart from just being a great guy and a, and oh, a gracious guest. Uh, thank you. I think we could qualify him now as an internet celebrity. Yeah, but Ashcon is un- undoubtedly an internet celebrity. Here's how internet celebrity works, Jordan. Tell me about it. Tell first, me about it. First, you Hear record that. a red-hot record. Mm-hmm. The kind of thing that is itching to burn up the charts, okay? Itching. In Ashcon's case, Chart. that was a little song he performed last time he was here called Hot Tubbin'. Mm-hmm. Which Jesse won't let me perform again. Now, we'll get to that. <laughs> now, next thing, Jordan. You make, What's the next step? To be, so we've recorded this hot record. Right. Now what do we do with it? You make a music video for the record. 
Now, you should make the music video on the bus in Santa Cruz. There should be part of it should be on the bus in Santa Cruz. Check. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Ashcon says Ashcon did check. that, yes. Exactly. So far, so good. You put it on YouTube. Thousands of people watch. Four, five, six thousand. It's a great video. Mm-hmm. Then a kingmaker steps in. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, Jordan. Oh, okay. Puts it, puts it on the, puts it out there. Puts it on a few message boards. Puts it on a blog. Lickety split. Front page of YouTube. Hundreds of thousands of people are, are watching it. What's the, uh, what's the final? What's as of the recording of this? What is the tally of 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 views? Uh, or as of the I, last time anyone I think, looked, I think it's over three hundred thousand. Yeah, it it's over three hundred thousand. Okay, that's mostly in the last three days. And that's viral. That's a that's at least as many people as bought the last Ghostface Killer album. Oh, that is a shame. Yeah, well, you know he's a great rapper, but that's a good record. No, a lot of people don't buy a lot of albums these days. He's Too busy of, watching Hot Tubbin on the internet. Oh, am I am I detracting from Ghostface Killer's yeah, album Yeah, no, that's sales? what that's Directly. what happened to Ghostface Killer. Yeah. Oh no. That's why Ghostface is going to have to go back to a life of crime to feed his children. No, he, he's get, doesn't he have a little bit at least like some sort of cult following going? I feel like you know more so than some other uh, you know similar Capadonna. Uh, Capadonnas, your Capadonnas of the world, your Memphis Bleaks of the world. Uh, yeah. You know. It, at least you got people that are really, really into the Ghostface record every time it comes out. So what you're saying is he can still make money if he's willing to do gay stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's true. So, okay. So, Jesse, you came in. You Carl roved this whole situation. Now Ashcon's a superstar. Now Ashcon's an internet celebrity writer. I'm not not worthy. Ashcon thought that it was going to be a celebrity DJ, DJ Strong, with whom he is allied. That was going to make him a superstar. It actually turned out to be public radio host Jesse Thorne. Hey, sometimes uh, the answer is just right there around the corner. You don't even know it. Ashcon, the thing to remember what? is don't talk back to me or you're going to be hanging out of a window by your ankles like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Okay, so how, so how is life different now that you've had this, you've had this, you've had this brush with internet celebrity. What's what's taking place? Take me, take me through the the process. What's happening? You mean aside from all the blowjobs? Mm, you can talk about the blowjobs. No, talk I mean, about if the that's blow the jobs. main difference. Talk about them. What's How... a blowjob? Some. <laughs> that does sound good. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, it, that was a, that was a dirty like a joke. Tropical it, vacation. That was a dirty joke, and it, and it wasn't true. That's not that's not what internet fame is all about. No, at no, all. that's not I, that. I don't have that happening. No. Oh, you do from time to time. From time to time, just not like, because you know, of the internet. Just because of your reputation precedes you. Just you know, as as any you know, just a great guy. Just you know, I'm just a good guy. I just do my thing. You know, yeah. every now and again, a blowjob happens. Right. <laughs> that happens sometimes. That's all we can hope for. Yeah. And you, you say, I, I'm as surprised as you are. Exactly. You're like, wow. You're, hey. you're like, wow, this is happening right now. This is, I, this, it's currently are, happening. Things are pretty good right now. And now it's not. It's tough for life to be going bad when you're getting a blowjob. Yeah, that's true. You know, you, you know you're just like, I, I can't really complain right now. Yeah. It wouldn't be right. But what the hell? How Maybe you're we, wearing like an I'm, itchy sweater we or something. We were talking about. <laughs> I'm what, sorry about this. Here's what I want to know, Ashcon, because <laughs> I was watching the video on the YouTube, and I noticed there's a scene in the Hot Tubbin video when... A girl opens up her phone, her cell phone, and it says Ashcon on it, because Ashcon is calling. And there's a number, and I saw a 510 area code, which I know to be Ashcon's area code. 
Yes, sir. What and is I that? Thought, uh, what is that area code? And Where's I noticed, from? I noticed an absence of the Bay. I, I, that's that's uh, okay. that's the East Bay, <laughs> the nickel dime. Sure. Um, and uh, are you familiar at all with the Yay area? Nah. No? Don't know what that is. Oh, well, Ashcon and I are what's called Yay Area representatives. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, yeah. I noticed there was no 555 in the number. It's your actual phone number. Yeah. Um, so the day before we put the video up on YouTube, the editor, Matt, says, do you want me to blur out your number? <laughs> Why was your number even actually? Did you actually call the girl? Yeah, and well, they shot the girl. Yeah, we did the shit. That's how we did the shot. We were like, we need to get a picture that comes up when I do it. We did all that. <clears throat> you know, it was and, a, yeah, um, it was it was necessity is the mother of invention situation. It, yeah. it, totally. It was it was a a funny idea that that I think has gone horribly awry. So yeah, so now I got all these random people calling uh, calling my phone. Which has been at times funny, at times scary. What's the latest somebody's ever called? Um, definitely, you know, two in the morning. Wow. But you're up then. I'm generally... That's known what? as the blowjob hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm generally... Uh, I've been... I think I was asleep a couple of times I heard it ringing. Um, there's one guy out there that's stalking me. Really? Yeah, a man. Oh, how is, 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 is he looking for love? I think he's just like a, you know, he doesn't actually scare me. I think he's, he's, uh, if you're listening out there, you don't scare me, stalker man. <laughs> I know that's what you want. <laughs> and um, you get off on the fear. I just get this. I get the sense that he's a really sad geek because he calls like over and over and over again. And when I answer, he does like what I think is intended to be a scary voice, but is really just, <laughs> it's just silly. He's like, Ash Khan. Sing for me, please sing for me. No way. Yeah, That's this actually true. happens. I think he'll. I think there's a good chance. Honestly, I think there's a very good chance that he'll call during the recording oh, of this show. Please put him on. I hope he does. That's all I can hope yeah. for. He's in my that. phone as weirdo, so that I now, <laughs> now don't pick up. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Funny. So that's the main change. Yeah, that's the biggest one. I mean, um, you got a you got an album coming out next month that you're you're going to be hustling on the iTunes. Yes, you're thinking about you're probably going to do some gigs. I heard you're doing some gigs with the Numa Numa guy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. gem sweater girl. Are you going out with uh, you and Leslie Hall? Are going to do some dates? I think so. Me and the um, the two girls, one cup uh, right. crew. We're all going to go out tomorrow night. Now, there's nothing musical about that video. What do they? What's the? What What do they do on stage? Like, what's the? Uh, oh, they eat perform- shit and then they sing a song. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, cat flushing toilet. Is that going to open for you? Um, oh, you know, I, I just want to go back real quick to just to the to the content of your video and here's something that yes. that i thought was an interesting choice and i want to just pick your brain about it a little bit all right now the hot tubbin is a song about uh you know it's about hot, getting in a hot tub trying to get laid kind of this this you know a this search quest. for something more sure sure than and the mundane realities that we all have come would, to know you would think sure. that a video about hot tubs and about getting laid where these are two of the themes would be Sluttier, but this is not a slutty video. No. It's 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 funny. It's a part. Did that ever cross your mind? Like, let's try and make this slutty. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, it did. It did cross our mind. But um, 
all the hot girls didn't show up. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm half kidding. Um, essentially, we we did think about making it just a total over the top kind of mock sure, music video sure, sure. scene. But as it ended up kind of turning out, we. You know, I think we ended up being able to to walk the line that I think the song walks, which is like, I mean, it's a joke, but it's also kind of it's kind of just not a joke. I, I don't know is is this totally a joke or not? And we, we all just did it kind of sincerely. The people um, in the video were for the most part people that I know, yeah. and it, it. I mean, I don't I, want to say that the girls in the video are not attractive. Uh, they're very good looking, but, but they girls. are not. But they are not. You know these maybe rap video girls that right, right, they're right. not the direction you could have gone no exactly and and i think a big part of that was that uh we really just wanted to create kind of the the energy of me and my friends kind of hanging out and the energy the energy that we have as a crew and make it look like it was fun to make and very real you Your know friends and family uh going to a warriors game for yeah. example free sausages yeah did you if you let's say you snuck in some jimmy b <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for yeah. and you'd hope that maybe the warriors would win uh, maybe <laughs> 127 to 119 yeah you know you call up your friends, you see what's going on. While we're spitballing here. You no, know? we're just throwing out ideas. Yeah, just, you know. Randomly. Well, we'll have a lot. Ashcon, you're going to do some. I, what, the last thing in the world I want is for all our Jordan Jesse Go listeners to think that all you, that all you are is a latter day. Uh, what's your ethnicity? Persian? You mean like a weird Al Qaeda? No, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that'll do it. I was just gonna say like the Persian R Kelly, but I wasn't. I couldn't remember if R- you were actually Persian. R Curry. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Don't repeat this stuff. This is all stuff that my friends made up. Don't worry, this will not go beyond the three of us. <laughs> yeah, this isn't. We're not. It's not like we're recording this for a greater audience we're, or anything. I, no. I asked you to do some real rapping on the show because I know happen. you're good. And I can't wait to do that. Later on, we'll have some real rapping. You're listening to Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, our Curry. Mark Curry. Mark Curry. <laughs> From <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Mark Curry. Yada to me. Yada to me. Um, Have you, Ashcon, can I ask you a question? Yes. This is something that I would never expect any guest on this program to be familiar with, except possibly you. Oh, no. Do you know the... Did you hear maybe five years ago, big hit song in the Bay Area by the Loonies um, called Oakland Raiders? It went, I'm a Raider, a yeah, Oakland yeah. Raider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever heard... I, I don't know if it was on like the radio version of the song, but I heard that song and went, oh, this is a great Bay Area song. What a great song. Right. And I downloaded it. Did you, have you heard the Mark Curry outro to that song? I, I have not heard the Mark Curry outro. He goes, "What's up? This is Mark Coop. This is Mark Curry, Mr. Cooper." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes like, "Hey yo, I'm a I'm a Oakland Raider too. I'm the first wow. I'm the first Oakland motherfucker that had rims. I'm like the first." <laughs> and he starts talking to hell of shit, and then he goes, "Big Dank." <laughs> wow big wow big dank <laughs> that is amazing 
I want to um, steal that for the end of one of my next songs. Yeah, just you throw that on just, the back. What you should just do is fade out your song and crossfade in just the end of that song. <laughs> the beat, the whole nine yards, just Mark. Or you could just, I bet Mark Curry, you know, he, just, he does a show regularly at the Punchline in San Francisco. I bet if you gave him 20 bucks, he'd do that shit for you. And just, I was do. you'd probably have to specially request Big Dank, but <laughs> Mr. Curry, if you're listening, let's do it. Mark Curry definitely listens to this show, wouldn't oh, you say? Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Big Dank. Sure. Um, can I talk about something that I did today? Yes. Please. I, I, as you guys know, probably, I, am a, I love to eat a nice steak. Sure. You probably concur. Uh, yeah, no. I mean... Sure. Sure, I, I could imagine that to be true. Yeah. Um, this is a weird thing. I I heard on the radio one day someone, and I don't even know who it was, talking about leaving your steak in your refrigerator until it goes brown. Okay. Mm. Now, what would you guys do if your steak went brown? It was I'd, in your refrigerator. I'd toss it out. Right. Well, Ashcon's looking kind of shifty. He thinks well, he might he might eat it, but no, that you might know, be it. I just I very rarely have ever had steak in my refrigerator. I feel like I've either just ordered steaks or I buy a steak and go barbecue it immediately. Right. Exactly. But if if you had a steak and caviar lifestyle like me, right, you might have steaks in your refrigerator. Here's what I found Some out. Omaha steaks? Do you get them delivered? Yeah. Absolutely. No, I get Donald Trump steaks. Thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> I got a solicitation for Omaha Steaks the other day. Apparently, I get 25% off. Hmm. There you okay, go. Okay, then. Okay, this is what you do. You take your regular steak, get a nice marbled ribeye. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? A nice steak. Mm. A nice marbled ribeye, something sure. like that. So maybe like a marbled ribeye. What makes oh. it marbled? What's uh, that? Marbling is the fat that's in the meat. Like, you know how in uh, a steak will have, a lot of times it'll have some fat around the edge that didn't get trimmed off by the butcher or whatever. That's sure. kind of like a big white strip. But then if you look at the actual body of the steak, you'll see that it's not flat red. There's actually little bits of white through it. Sure. That's called marbling. That's the fat in the steak. So that that part that's actually what makes thing what makes it a good steak. Like the difference between USDA choice prime, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, select is that the amount of marbling. More marbling is better because it makes it juicier. It it melts into the meat when it's cooking. Ah. So you get a nice marbled ribeye, you stick it in your fridge, and then you just leave it there. You open it up, you put it on a like a, a very clean cooking uh, like a a baking rack, for example. Yeah. You know, this is taking up a lot of fridge space. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. Well, you can do a couple at a time. Maybe you do it in your spare fridge. I know you've got a spare fridge out <laughs> I back. I do out Jordan. in the garage. Yeah, it's where I keep the kids' otter pops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so you put you we'll put steak the, a little otter pop. You put the you put the steak in the fridge, and what happens is the steak like shrinks and dries out. Yeah. I swear to God, in the course of two days. You take this steak, put it in the fridge. It shrinks and dries out and goes kind of brown. And then what you do is you take a really sharp knife and you chop off the you chop off any bits that are like really dry, or if it gets any mold on it. Okay. You chop those bits off. Right. You don't eat those. You do not. So you've got this brown steak. You cut off the any bits that are really desiccated. You know, yeah, like yeah. anything that looks like it's too chewy to eat. And then you cook that shit. You, know, you can cook it however you want. The best way would obviously be to barbecue it. 
I live here in this uh, apartment building. I, I can't do any barbecuing. Yeah. So I would do. Does you your house does yeah. your house accommodate barbecue? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a barbecue. Great. We'll, very very soon. You guys are invited. Yeah. I'll when you say that. you guys, you were talking about the whole audience of Jordan Jesse Go, right? <laughs> Everybody is invited to my barbecue. I'll tell you I'll tell you who you should invite to your barbecue. He lives Ma- here in Los Angeles. Mark Curry. Maximum fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mr. Cooper. He actually lives in the Bay Area, I think, but he I bet you I could fly get down him. for I bet it. you I could get him to my yeah. barbecue. He'll, he'll teach like us mis- some uh, tough life lessons <laughs> in a humorous way. <laughs> I think I could get Mr. Cooper to do just about anything <laughs> yeah. at this point. There's a maximum fun uh, forum poster called Mike D. Uh, he'll tell you he's all up in the recipes thread on there. No. Lives here in Los Angeles. He's not averse to meat. I think you can get that guy at your barbecue. Get him on the grill. Right. He'll take care of business. Low and slow is his motto, as I remember <laughs> from the uh, from the board. So this this steak gets really grisly looking, right? And you never you'd think it was not edible. You cut off the two chewy bits. You cook it. I cook it since I don't have a barbecue. I'll cook it on high heat on a, uh, a cast iron griddle. I mean, a cast iron uh, pan, and uh, you know, flip it. You know, just get it charred on each side, right? And then finish it up in the oven at about five hundred degrees. A lot of work for a yeah. fucking steak. Yeah, it's man. not a lot of work. No, okay, so how is it? It really isn't. You, you just you you just yeah, right. burn it on both sides. You know, you get it. That's like a minute on each side. And then you put it in the stove for three or four minutes. It's been a long journey for this little calf. Sure. It has. It has. You take it out. It, God damn it! I ate this shit tonight. It definitely is better. Definitely. By how much? Uh, you you made it sound like it was just like I I was ready for you to say, and it was just. Probably the most delicious steak I've ever had. You it was said, the best and it steak. It was definitely better. It's slightly better. <laughs> but, but just imagine. Could, I know that could be. It definitely shit, didn't taste shit, like a regular steak. The shit gets mad grizzly looking. I put it in my fridge for 48 hours because I was. Okay. Some people do this for like a week, 10 days, something like that. 48 hours is how long yeah. I put it in mm. there. It got super grizzly looking. Mm. It was it was the kind of shit that I would not have eaten right. under other circumstances. Okay, I got you. So it was really surprising that it was a, even edible, let alone better. Did you, yeah. Maybe that was it. You were just surprised that you weren't no, barfing. No, it was good. It was the best steak I've ever cooked at home. Did you use a mm. rub or a marinade? I did. I rubbed it with, uh, before I dried it out, I mm. salted it, peppered it, and mm. added some garlic powder. But that's it. Simple. Very simple. Uh, mm. Just a salt, salt, pepper, and garlic powder. And uh, it, you know, it dry, it, it shrinks. You can, it actually yeah. gets smaller. It's less. It's amazing. And what it is, it's like the same thing they do in a steakhouse. They do, uh, it's called a, uh, uh, you know, like a, I can't remember what it's called, like a dry something, dry cold well, drying, dry colding. Sorry, I, <laughs> something like that, like a dry colding. Dry you cold. say it's, it's something like a dry cold, dry aged. You know, dry-aged steak, you hear that before? Dry-aged steak. Sounds kind, kind this, of familiar. This is like dry-aging your steak inside your refrigerator. I made a hot dog burrito recently. Really? Where you cook a hot dog and you put it in a tortilla. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that Teresa... Real sad. It's my, like the saddest thing you can eat. My anyway. fiance Teresa, grew up with her mom working nights and her dad would come... Her dad worked the uh, open-the-store shift at a hardware store. Sure. And uh, so he would pick the, pick the kids up from school and then have to cook dinner for them. But he didn't know how to cook anything and they didn't have a microwave or anything like that. So my fiance grew up thinking that a tortilla with refried beans... And slices of cucumber was what a burrito was. Wow. 
<laughs> she really Very like sheltered. It, she was like 12, literally like 12, 13 years old in middle school when she discovered that that was not what a burrito was. She thought that's what the definition of a burrito was. Like if you went to a restaurant and ordered a burrito, they'd give you a tortilla with refried beans and sliced cucumbers. Yeah, no, burritos, you know, a lot more than that, right? He also... Yeah, yeah, several ingredients. There's other stuff that goes into one of those, Mm -hmm. right? And almost never cucumbers. He also (laughs) didn't like to... Rarely cucumbers. Didn't like to wash plates and silverware, so what he would do is... He'd make some food that was all in one big bowl, and then they would all eat out of it with their hands. And he called this European style. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Yeah, he's a pretty awesome guy, as you can imagine, <laughs> to have perpetrated these lies upon his children. <laughs> what kind of what kind of what kind of cooking does your current lifestyle afford you, Ashcon? Um, God, it, it's been a while since I've eaten healthy. Um. You look pretty good. You look. I've you eaten. Know. You look hey. nice. You look. You look great. Hey. Well. Well. Thank you. It, Ashcon, know, you're a handsome man. Oh, very fit. Come on. Ashcon, sing for me. <laughs> you're fit, Ashcon. Um. Tell do me you really want to know about my eating habits? I kind of do. Yeah. What's like? There's been a lot. I mean, you're a, a lot you know, of tacos you're a, recently. You're an, you're an indie musician. You're do you a, make uh, Do you make the tacos, or are you you talking about? Uh, there's a taco truck right across the street from my house. Oh, is it it's good really taco hard truck? to avoid. I've um, had a hard time finding a good, decent taco truck in Los Angeles. Too dry. Um, I, you know, I, I have multiple t- taco trucks within like a couple of miles of me that I <laughs> right? think are really good. And wouldn't it be hilarious really? if I've two taco this... trucks crashed into each other? <laughs> <laughs> That'd just be like basically the funniest thing that could happen. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Salsa all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they both, uh, maybe they both veer off the road and hit one of the fruta fresca stands. <laughs> I don't know. Continue. I feel like this is getting borderline offensive. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just saying it'd be funny. <laughs> it's all good. You know, it for racial be. reasons. <laughs> right. Not It's certainly not because tacos have amusing ingredients. <laughs> um, so you were saying, what were you saying about tacos? You have, you're undiscriminating? You oh, have an undiscriminating well, just, taco no, palate? I, I did discriminate a little bit, but for the most part, there's. I just think there's really good... I You know, there's the spot on... Uh, on Alvarado, right by the Vons over there. You guys ever tried that place? I have not tried that. That's a nice little taco truck right there. Oh. But I don't know. I feel like there's always room for a taco. Yeah. You know, like there's always room for a taco. If I'm driving by and I'm, if I'm. I mean, Ashcon, you don't actually con- convince me of that. You're talking to a man who's catering his wedding with a taco truck. There you go. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> deep, deep. Com- Jordan, what the fuck do you eat? I wonder this sometimes. Yeah. I try and imagine you cooking <clears throat> something and I can't. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh sure, wait, sure. no. I can imagine you. One time, you made me chicken in your fry daddy. Yeah, from college. Oh, that was good times. I don't have that fry daddy anymore. You should get a new fry daddy. I should invest in a fry daddy. If you get a fry daddy, I'll come over more often. Oh wait, did I say if I if uh, you get a fry daddy, I meant if you ever invited me over? I've invited you over. Nope. Probably wouldn't come though, honestly. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> like, I don't like you very much if that's true. what you're asking. It's true. No, no. Uh, let's see. No, I, um, uh, I, I think I have. I get probably, I get probably four, three to four meals a week bought for me at work. 
Okay. Um, You're talking meals. about dinner time meals? Uh yeah, I mean, you know, depending one one What do you eat for lunch? Let's start day. with Let's start with lunch. What do you eat for lunch? Sure, sure. If this is a work if this is a work dinner, there's a, a Zanku chicken near work that oh, we Zanku's often go to. Nice. You know what a Zanku chicken is? No. You never had a Zanku though. chicken. Kind of a, huh? it's kind of a like a Middle Eastern It's like uh, a rotisserie chicken. Yeah, yeah. So it comes with uh, chicken. comes with some pickled beets. And a uh, kind of a garlic dip, a real intense garlic dip. You can get hummus on the side. Yeah, the the garlic sauce. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a yogurt. It's got a yogurty garlic butter. Yeah, it's like a yogurty garlic butter. Very good. I feel like I feel like you guys are pranking me. I feel like you like I didn't know since the last time I came on here that this has actually like become an all culinary all show. <laughs> just talking about food. And I know. Okay, so so you'll eat a Zanku chicken <laughs> sure, from time a to Zanku time. Chicken. Sure, there's a pizza place. There's, there's a, a few, kookaroo. There's a, there is a kookaroo. Uh, I don't care for it. I've never had it before. I just like. Now you're dropping kookaroo. ten bucks on a sandwich of kookaroo. It's oh not, no, not sir, that's it. not, not for me. Worth it. Uh, you know, and there's a couple of burrito places, a couple of solid burrito places. There is a taco truck by the work. No, oh, it's uh, Los Angeles burrito places. Sure. Um, NorCal has better burritos than SoCal. Oh, no I'll doubt about out, it. Like, so what's the difference? I've, I've, I've heard this a lot. Uh, Bay from... Area is the home of the burrito. Los Angeles is just a pretender. Well, let's hear it. What's, let's, what are the, what's what's the, the, Jordan, what's the difference between your local taqueria and Taco Bell? Is it, oh, but I'm talking, I'm talking just, is it quality of ingredients? Mm-hmm. Is it it's an different entirely dish. different dish. It's a whole different thing. Let's hear it. It's native to the Bay Area. It's like, this, it's like the Bay Area's... I, it's like, you know how someone from Philadelphia feels about a Philly cheesesteak. Mm. That's how I feel about I a want burrito. Some, I, want mm-hmm. some, uh, I want some concrete description, though. Okay, well, you got... Uh, not just, uh, an L.A. burrito is a piece of dog no, shit, no, no, no. and a FSF burrito is a clown hey, we're, that's we're, coming we're out of God's to... face. Let, let, let's be fair here. There, there's, yes. there's certainly, you know, I've had some good burritos in Los Angeles. It's coming out of God's dick, by the way. <laughs> fair enough. The, the, you know, and I've even heard some folks from L.A. say that they don't like the Northern California burritos, but I think they're Most people, shit. I've not heard a lot of that. I've heard just a little bit of that. I've also had a tasty burrito in Los Angeles. Absolutely. But it's just a different thing. Right. It's a completely the different thing. thing. The main, main thing that yes. you're talking about is up there you got... Uh, uh, well, first of all, down here, there's very few places that do the grilled chicken like you do up north. Okay. Over here, a lot of the times, it's more of like a broiled chicken, or the grilled chicken isn't as flavored, like that real just, you know, that, that grilled chicken flavor. And then you also got, down here, just you generally pretty like simple. Like a pollo asado, well, is that yeah, the uh, situation? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what you can get up there. But but down here, you got... Well, up there, you can get pollo asado, anything from pollo asado to oh, sure. barbacoa or lengua. Yeah, you can get it all. <laughs> yeah. um, but, I, you know, I think down here, it's just... Generally, uh, it's it's simpler. It's like rice. It's usually refried beans, a lot of meat, and maybe some spicy salsa. And that's generally what you're going to get for your burrito. Okay, They're not um, even rice. There's no. There's usually oh yeah, no rice. Right. I mean, there's that's one of the big things. Yeah. So it's just like some rice in my burrito. It's just well, anyway. Jordan. Well, hold fine. on. That's fine. Uh, Jordan. Let's let's don't touch this. You're pressing the wrong buttons here, Fair Jordan. Enough. Sorry. So I don't want to be a rabble rouser. I'm right here with you, Ashcon. What you're talking about down here is you're talking about a bit of meat. In uh, just a medium-sized uh, tortilla, mm-hmm. and if you're lucky, you might get some salsa in there and maybe a few beans. Right, that's what you're looking at. So if you if you have a decent meat, then it's okay. It's a tasty thing to eat. Right. You know, it's and like a fun little. Good. 
Yeah, it's like a nice little thing, you know. Like if if you can get decent meat, a lot of times you'll find you'll find like a shredded beef. I don't like a shredded beef. Yeah, uh-uh. I don't, nobody needs that. So I, you know? I, I still I still don't th- I don't think I know well, what the difference well, is. Well, up north, up north, what you got? You got a big tortilla. There's generally you got sour cream involved. Okay. You now got, your tortilla is often uh, grilled. Okay. By the way, yeah, off, yeah, that could be grilled. That's nice. There's some cheese in there. You got some delicious grilled chicken. Maybe some carne asada in there. You got your rice. Maybe a little the salt. Has got a little bit of tomato in there, a little cilantro, a little onions, a little, little bit of everything. Dip, drop of that, a little bit of there, a little bit of this here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're dead on. You know what I, I'm you, saying? I have. It's just some good shit. You got to come up here. Yada to do. Yada to do. Let's go up there and get a burrito. So man. it's more. So it's it's I'm getting more. So hungry. It's more. It's thorough. It's a more thorough. Situation. It's also it also weighs ten pounds. And ten it, pounds and yeah, up. It tastes like there's just like there's there's some fresh zesty goodness in there, and it, but you also there's no shortage of the the just you know the rich stuff either. You got you got your cheese. You got your meat. You got your it's a it's a baseball bat of flavor. Oh okay. yeah, and you're just stuffed when you you know by that last couple bites. It's like the last you know the last sip or two of a forty when you're younger. <laughs> you know you're like I'm just you know I, I'm so but I just I got to do it and you finish it off. And the, except the difference in the burrito to the forty is that the last bite of the burrito is arguably the best because it's soaked up all that. Yeah, it's soaked up there. all the juice and it's also got that little pocket of yeah. the tortilla where it's tucked in mm, and it's I all love, juiced oh, up man, and so it's kind of so ch- hungry right now. Oh, Have man. Have you guys changed the format of the show? Is this, <laughs> yeah. Is this what, is this We're talking about been, internet videos and food. Man, all oh, I want. Oh, next week, we'll be discussing fat bitch falls off bike <laughs> and barbecued beef. Oh, <laughs> man. So there's two topics per show. Oh, Ashcon, do you want to hop in Teresa's Scion and head up to San Francisco for something from El Taqueria, El Taco Loco? Oh, man, absolutely. Taco Loco, that's my shit. People talk a lot about your Pancho Villas. And sure, if you're some fucking fleece-wearing yuppie asshole that's invaded my neighborhood that I grew up in, then probably you'll want to go hit Taqueria Pancho Villa. But if you're fucking a true G from the hood and you want to fuck up a real burrito, you're going to hit Taco Loco. And, you're, and sure, once in a while, a group of people might come in from a limousine that's parked outside covered in blood. And you're like, why? <laughs> why are they? Why are they stopping for burritos instead of going to the hospital? It might have been Guar. <laughs> yeah, was oh, it Guar? It was Guar. That's no, what that's, it was. It you was. Just weren't thinking. It was uh, theatrical metal band Guar. I, that explains why they had monster heads. <laughs> I had yeah. never found a satisfactory explanation for that. Oh, jeez. I always assumed the reason the blood on the face is they were at a club, and at the club they let in some guys wearing jerseys. You know what I mean? And yeah, I know. Once I know. you let in guys wearing jerseys. You shouldn't do that. Is sneakers and jerseys, that's, you know, keep it clean, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't want to be yeah. don't don't want to be caught in the club with your. Uh, with your Can jersey. I say something right now? Sure. Ashcon is wearing a uh, KMEL Jams T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I understand that's the word on the street is the KMEL Jams. I understand it's the People's Station. Hey, it is the People's Station. Are you getting? Are you on KMEL yet? That's Man, th- that's my new goal. We are working on it. We are working. Wh- what on is it. what is KMEL? Uh, KMBL's big hip hop station up in the Bay. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the biggest hip hop stations in the country. Although it's it's suffered a little bit because it's had some tough competition the last uh, few years. But uh, one of the biggest hip hop stations in the country. And and at one time, uh, when Ashcon and I were the kind of age where you listen to a lot of uh, commercial hip hop radio, it was actually uh, surprisingly committed to uh, 
to local programming and uh, mm-hmm. so on and sure. so forth. That's kind of ebbed and flowed over the years sure. since. I, I would say, though, that since the whole kind of hyphy thing, there is a, definitely when I go home and I'm driving home and I turn on KML, I'm like, oh, I'm back home. They're, yeah, exactly. You're supporting the Bay. You're driving around listening to the hip-hop radio station in L.A. You turn it on. You're not going to hear a lot of messy Marv, Jordan. <laughs> There's not going to be any big well, rich on well, there. Well, you know what? And also, you're not going to hear very much local L.A. rap either. They no, just, sir. You're not going to hear... There's no real support of the, the scene over here. There's not a lot of anything. Uh-uh. Sure, just, Julio you, G might play something once in a while. You'll hear a, a lot of uh, lot of T-Pain. Yeah, oh boy. A whole lot of that uh, T-Pain on, on the... What, are you gonna get one of those? I can't even no. believe they still call it where hip hop lives down here. Which, <laughs> Power 106, where hip hop lives? Are you fucking kidding me? It's like, like, if I'm not mistaken, hip hop lives in Atlanta somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, man. Yeah, it's like T Pain, Akon, Akon, T Pain, T Pain, <laughs> Neo, T Pain, Beyonce, I T-Pain, hate, T-Pain. You know what? I fucking hate rappers the worst thing in the world is a hip hopper who tries to use singing to get on the radio oh yeah i hate let's, those I hate let's that talk too. about let's talk about like uh, just, hot tubbin yeah. and cameo um i think we can get it on there I it's think, melodic i think we could too i intended that to be ironical Oh, right, because Ashcon sings in that. Yeah, I just I it fell flat. I, I was with you right mean. before that. I thought you were going to continue pushing on the joke a little bit more. I was going to really... Didn't, I just let it go. I, I, didn't, I didn't know if anybody was there with me. I, I didn't get so that right energy. There. What are you talking about? I was so high on the energy from uh, the burrito talk. Yeah. You know, crash, man. You know who we need to get on here? There's this dude. There's this other dude who lives down here in L.A. His name is Amin. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he posts on Maximum Fun sometimes, but he's definitely he's over on this specialthing.com. Hang hung out with that guy before, man. Me and that guy, you just say the word burritos, we will have a burrito talk. That is, he's a really big fan of El Farolito, which is an excellent. That's my brother's burrito joint, the one in the oh, the one in the OMI, Jordan. Actually, surprisingly, the one in the can outer change, mission. Can I change the, sub, the subject to a funny story? Yeah, fine. <laughs> I thought that I'm was a pretty saying, funny story I'm about El Fado we Lito. We we're, we're talking about message board guys and burritos Jordan, again. just because you didn't get the joke that it's surprising that the <laughs> OMI El Fado Lito is better than the intermission. I don't intermission. know what any of this is. I don't know who Amin is. I don't know what T-Pain is. <laughs> I'm feeling left out. Um, I'm like the bartender. <laughs> that was good. You ever heard that song? No. That was T-Pain. Oh, okay. Well, it was it sounds, Ashcon. It Technically, yeah. it was Ashcon. Ashcon on T-Pain. You're going to get one of those vocorder deals, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You I mean, can sing, But you're not going to be like T-Pain where they're just using the pitch adjustment so much because he can't sing so so much that it sounds like a vocorder. You're going to yeah. be like Snoop and sing into the tube. Yeah, oh, straight up. Yeah. That's the... So, Ashcon, you have, sure. on your, I don't know, it's forthcoming album... Your thing that you gave me the last time you were here, you have a like a. This is the this is the one that's out right now. It's a mixtape. Okay, so you have Ashcon a, speaks louder than words mixtape. And mm-hmm. if, if I'm misusing the word parody, please correct me. But you have a parody of a Justin Timberlake song yeah. on there. Yeah, What's, yeah. How would you describe that? Um, how would I describe that song? No, oh no, no. But what parody? I'm okay to yeah, say. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Par- I think it's 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 a, just about a parody, kind of a remake. Okay. Kind of a, a, re- a the R-rated version. The R-rated like version. Like the new Hulk movie that's coming out. Sure. 
Um, just like that. Absolutely. And it's what's what's the Justin Timberlake song? What's the um, so people know? My love. You know, it was him. Uh, Ti. Uh, my love. If I wrote you a symphony. And then you have kind of a Randy version of it. If it didn't mean shit to me. There you go. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Well, it's just, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the original Justin Timberlake song is so ridiculous, kind of, kind of, kind of sappy, castrated. Yeah, just like kind of empty love statements in there. And then, you know, I turned it into something a little bit realer. You can listen to it on MySpace if you want. Sure, I, sure. I feel like Anyways, I, I, I heard this delightful Totally made me want to fuck listening right. to the song. You're right. Nice. Um, nice. I, you never, say that, you mean fuck Ashcon. Anything. Yeah. Gotcha. It's okay. Inanimate you objects. Honest. You can yeah, be honest. Just the it's general urge to good. fuck. If you were around, yes. Maybe. Okay. I got um, you. I had never heard the Justin Timberlake song before. I, I had never heard I thought this was an original <laughs> composition. I thought this was an original <laughs> beat, an original tune. Um, and I was in a bar... Uh, semi-recently and the Justin Timberlake song came on and I told the friend I was this oh my god this is my this is a friend of mine on the radio this is a fucking friend of mine on the bar I was really excited for you I'm like I went to college with this guy and uh, he's like no that's Justin Timberlake uh, you're you're uh, you're an idiot that's actually you know what we have you brought you were gonna do the soldier boy speaking of songs that are remake slash commentaries mm, mm. you we have the soldier boy on here we we do have it on there. Well, why don't we? Do you feel like rapping? Are you feel ready to rap? Yeah, I do it. I I I, I do it. I do it. I do it. Rap. <laughs> Ashcon will rap for everyone. I will do rap. Now it's time for rapping. Later we'll lay down. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but honestly, uh, if we are really gonna throw this thing on right here, we just need to do the you know kind of the. A little quick shift segue because this is kind of a little serious cut right here. Okay, well, tell you, let's well, let's talk. You want to? Do you want to do like a uh, what's that called? VH1 storytellers on this? Yeah. Is that still something? Let's get quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, after your after your daughter died, you wrote this song. Your son, excuse me. He fell out of the window. Yeah. yeah. You know who listens to this show? I don't think either of you guys got that. Only two people. Oh, Eric clapped. Him. Eric, that was a bad. That's what I was going did for. This, did this I was trying to lead window? into that, Ashcon. No, we were right on the same page. That's why I corrected it right. when I said daughter. Eesh. It's terrible I of feel us. Like we're, we're really just. Did we're, we're so sarcastic is, right that's now. How he, this is bad. Okay. This is getting bad. No, no, no. You're right. Oh man. Okay, so let's be sincere about this. This is a Soldier okay. Boy song. It's about Supermaning hoes. Right. Um, which probably means uh, jizzing on their back while they're asleep and then sticking the sheet to them using the uh, semen. Is that is that the consensus, Ashcon? <laughs> yes, you got it right. Yeah. I've actually I've cross-checked this. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you've tried it out. A few times. <laughs> and yeah, it works. <laughs> More of a Marvel fan, so I uh, Green Lantern. Ah, oh, shit, that's another DC character. Yeah, never mind. Oh, no. I was about to say a Green Lantern, that, but it's another. Jordan, I, I I'm could, more of a Marvel fan. I could help you. I've been playing a lot of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but I'm not going to. Okay. Oh, I fantastic forward that hoe. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's good. Can we think of another one? You got one, Jason? No, we're ser- we're being serious right <laughs> oh. now. I'm more of a Dark Horse comics fan, so I. Spawned. What is that? No, Imi- I don't that's know. Image Comics. Wow. Because I, I remember. I just got I, Iron Man, that hoe. That'll do it. Uh, you know, give it to her hard. I Jimmy Corrigan, that uh, hoe. Uh, uh, 
It's a little. That's when you just instead of having sex, you just stay home and cry. <laughs> Anyways, oh. Ashcon. I'll go Lobo on a bitch. So you wrote. So so you're telling me you wrote this song after Hurricane Katrina. I love yeah. you, ladies. I'm I'm just being silly. Okay, yeah, you. It's fine. Um, so this is this is a song that is, you know, regardless of what you think of it, um, mm. it's the most banal record in history. Mm, I, you know, I have mixed feelings on the original. It's a you. I just, what does banal mean? Banal means it's just M- mundane, with, mundane, kind of? kind of without content. Right. Yeah, there is, is, is how element. I Yeah. No, I think to. that's kind of true. The, the thing, what I kind of like about the original Soldier Boy song is just how it's almost bizarre like you because he's <laughs> he's really just on one like you know like for example i you know like the, that mims song this is why i'm hot yeah you guys remember that that yeah. to me that is really one of maybe the worst song ever <laughs> because you, what you got with that song is it, it was just so it's formulaic just saying this is why i'm and hot. it was so formulaic like i could definitely picture myself if i wanted to try to write a hot song going home and writing this is why i'm hot However, I would never... Have you heard the new song, I'ma Do Me? I feel that way about that song, I'ma Do Me song. Oh, no, I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's a new Jermaine Dupri produced record. My friend PZ was going to do song, I'ma Do Me. I thought it was a good idea. I was going to get on it with him. Yeah, well, too late. I'ma Do Me is already... It's It's blazing up the charts. Yeah, Yeah. I saw it on 106 and Park while I was working out. Um, Can I just finish this? One little thing was was just that... uh, but the Soldier Boy song, I could sit. I would never in a million years be able to come up with that stuff. I could never write that. The, cho- <laughs> the chorus is totally absurd, you know. Like, and it's even a weird rhythm, and it's kind of long. Uh, uh, Soldier Boy up in there, oh, watch me crank and watch me roll, watch me crank that soup, that soup man, that hoe. Now watch me, you crank. You know, it's like, what are you talking about? What's even going on? There's almost an element of soul. Yeah, in his performance, which he, I respect. He produced the. He's you know sixteen, seventeen years old. Produced the record himself on his home computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of neat. And it's got a. It's it. got a cool dance that everybody does. You know, yeah. I like that little dance. But 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 uh, but, but there all, is a but. But all in all, it is. I I, I like the idea of taking this song that it was you know a big number one record uh, and doing something a little bit more serious to it because when it did come down to it, it was. Essentially a nonsense song, kind of pretty, pretty ridiculous, and kind of like the hot tub song. <laughs> right. <laughs> so to set the record straight, I wanna, I wanna hit him with a little something real. You can drop that beat now, you know, whenever you're ready. I'm gonna maybe back off this microphone a little bit, make sure our levels are good. Is there any way to get the beat up a little more on the phones, the, the headphones? <laughs> this is for the troops. I'm gonna be pretty loud here. Years approaching since the war in Vietnam started And here we are, six years after bombing Afghanistan looking for Osama Bin Laden And he's still dropping videos every so often Next stop operation Iraqi freedom and our nation Still bleeding from that And who's eating all that? None other than our born again leader Mr. X crackhead of the pack And that's a fact you to read and then you'll see we've all been duped It's time to bring home the troops But it's up to you You can make it happen if you start taking action Asking questions instead of taking directions And start attacking the system It's been attacking these innocent victims Ever since its inception A nation of killers since the beginning When we was raping and pillaging 
religion, so-called Indians and taking Africans out their villages and filling them up in boats. And I hope for the sake of the children that we won't continue driving this road. It's getting lonely, boy. We told you once, told you twice, told you angry, told you nice. How many different ways do we gotta say that we don't support this war? And so on and so forth, yelling till I'm hoarse. Of course, we support the troops, but not the use of excessive force. It's time to bring them home like Manny would run a zone. How many got friends and family members just dead and gone? I got family Jimmy Ron, and I'm not trying to see the next round of bombs dropped on my mom's mom. So the rest of y'all go on and crank that soldier boy But I'll be on some real shit, hope y'all feel it Cause I speak the true soldier boy Left his home cause he had nothing to call his own Couldn't afford no college loan Now we overseas feeling so alone The truth, bring back that soldier boy 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 Soldier boy went to sea Tried to be all he could be But act like you suit man Can sit you down like Chris Freeze Bring back that soldier boy 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 Soldier boys on the clock Watch them lean, watch them drop Someone make the bleeding stop Time for us to leave it rock Obama 08 Not to, you know, politically affiliate the show Yeah those are just and, the views and, of Ashford and for and for for people for people you know listening who's everybody but us right um thank you for the uh, thank you for the, thank you for performing that by the way hey. he, you performed that thank yeah. you thank I was you. concerned that that was the neighbors uh hitting a uh broom handle on the ceiling actually it was Ashcon doing a stomp, exciting rap stomp <laughs> very exciting oh uh, yeah We'll have uh, we'll have Ashcon's going to do another song. We got a lot of calls to take, a lot of exciting stuff coming up on Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second. It's Jordan Jesse Go, Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, with us, Ashcon, the Persian R. Kelly. You might know him as R. Curry. Yada to mean, yada to mean. Oh, oh. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jordan, the sponsor, sure. the sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go, a little website called I Want to See That dot com. Here's how it works, Jordan. Let's say you or I want to attend a film. We click it on the website. Click it, click, click, click. There's click, boxes. There's, there's. You'll see boxes uh, of, uh, of 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 all the movies currently playing in theaters, and it's pretty good about having smaller movies too. I guess we should yeah, add. Yeah, sure. Ashcon, are you are you friends with us? Would you say that you're friends with us? Absolutely. What we'll do is we'll have Ashcon on. And you the, live in L.A. This is great. Right, exactly. Things are working out perfectly. Uh-huh. Now you'll go on. I want to see that dot com. You'll take a second to make a profile. You know, you just have to put in your name and your email address, basically. Okay. Okay. Very and simple, uh, pain free. Then you'll just go on there, clickety clickety click. You'll tell it what movies you want to go see. We already told it what movies we want to go see. Mm. Now, guess what happens? It tells all of us what movies we all want to see together so we don't go without each other. And guess what, Jordan? Hmm. I've got big news. Yes. Uh, A listener named Kevin from San Francisco, California. Uh, That's my hometown, Jordan. Sure. Home of the world's greatest Really? You haven't mentioned it. He sent us this AMC Silver Experience Good for One Admission Pass. Wow. 
And thoughtfully, this film card from Landmark Theaters Mm -hmm. so that I can go to the movies, since I so rarely go to the movies, so I can go to the movies and then talk about it on Jordan Jesse Go, he said. Wow. And using IWantToSeeThat.com, we will know exactly what movies to go to. That is awesome. That's the sponsor of Jordan Jesse Go. I want to see that dot com. Everyone you go. should go. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's one it's of the fun funnest websites do. out there. Mm-hmm. It's Very right nice. up there with uh, Brickles in terms of fun you can have on your computer. Sure. Playing Brickles. <laughs> it's funner than GeoCities. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. With us, Ash Khan. How are you, Ash Khan? Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? Uh, Ash Khan's uh, mixtape called a- Ash Khan Speaks Louder Than Words is uh, available for purchase right now as we speak. And, yes. Uh, you can, uh... Your album will be available sometime in April in iTunes. What's the actual L- L- LP known as? Uh, the Final Breakthrough. We, we did a short run of it um, about a year ago and... Uh hasn't been available for the last few months. We're going to have a version with the Hot Tubbin' song and uh, and a little remix I did with Mr. Fab and Boots Riley from The Coup. Maybe you've heard of it. Jordan, have you, are you familiar at all with Fabby Davis Jr.? I don't think so. Ah, oh, boy. I don't know what You're to do with this guy. at this point. Hey, Ashkan, this whole, this whole show I do with him, every week I come in here, I can't talk about burritos. <laughs> I can't talk about Mr. Fab. I can't talk about street soldiers That's on KMEL. That's great. That's a great... It's a, sh- it's a wonder we have a show at That's all. That's a great shtick. Do you guys... Is that kind of part of the thing, that you talk about stuff that he doesn't know what it is? No, not at all. It is not a shtick. It is a one, nightmare that I would live. One time, there was one time where this guy, uh, this guy from G4 came on. G4 is like the video game kind of geek tech ne- network on TV. It's one guy, for, and, and, and I got to talk to this guy about Japanese fighting games. Mm. <laughs> that was the only. That was the only time I feel like I had. Uh, I, I had. I had sufficiently uh, exiled Jesse from the conversation. I go out of my way to include people in the conversation. That's, I go, that's how I. That's how I host a podcast. Oh, snap. Jordan, I go out of my way to exclude people from the conversation. As far as I'm concerned, that's you go the to, you only out of your way. way to exclude <laughs> one third of the people in the room. Yeah, well, not to mention ninety five percent of the audience. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> let's not They're forget. Common. We all have things in common. We all went to the same college. Jordan, we have an important mm. topic We're on the table young, right now. Mid to late twenties, trying to make it. This in the is, arts? Jordan, we got something important going on here. On yes, the, sorry. It's much more important than trying to make it in the arts. What's it's a little something there? called sex dreams. Ah. Oh. Last week on the show, mm. uh, a caller called in to say that she, or two weeks ago on the show, I should say, mm-hmm. a caller called in to say that she had had a sex dream about Jordan. Oh, Jordan. And that he was gentlemanly, mm-hmm. but not a sissy about it. Oh, I think I, that's about accurate. Sounds like Jordan yeah. did. Sounds like Jordan. Judging by the, like, the drunk gay stuff we did in college, <laughs> we've all done a little bit of drunk, drunk gay, gay stuff. Experiences, <laughs> except that I wasn't drunk. <laughs> um, 
Um, so we asked yeah. people to call in with stories about. Can we scratch that from the tape? That <laughs> yeah. we called in with, to ask people to tell us tell stories about their um, to tell stories about uh, their strangest sex dreams that they'd ever had. Mm. So here's, here's and I don't know. Actually, I don't know if this applies to to any of these calls at all. But we also added the we, we put it the the addendum. Uh, would would especially like to hear about it if you had a dream about the person and then actually got to have sex with them oh. and how it stacked up. Good news, Jordan. But I'm saving it for later. Yowza. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. Lance from Austin. Um, are these celebrity dreams, sex dreams? Um, one that's always stuck with me was um, Mayim Bialik, uh, Blossom. Um, the strange thing about this dream was that she was in a wheelchair at the time. Uh, hope you guys are well. Bye. Wow. Oh, my God. What's the symbolism behind that? I don't know. So that is what? a very okay. special episode that, of Blossom. Yeah. Amazing. Wheelchair sex. Oh, so, okay. So, so what? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't need to sit and pick all of these apart. We but, don't need to parse them. But, no, no, no. But we are licensed so psychotherapists. Okay. <laughs> to a young kid watching Blossom, like, what does Blossom represent? Like, what? Blossoming like womanhood. Yes. Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. The entering from ch- go tra- traveling from chi- from child to woman, from mm. Uh, mm. from non-sexual to a, becoming a sexual being. Mm-hmm. Like like the mermaids in Peter Pan represent, uh, you know, sexuality in a world of children. N- uh, naturally. Yeah, I think in, in, okay. in so, this case it so represents that transition. I think it's a fair analysis that the show Blossom was about that you know kind of on the cusp of. You know, child and adult. And I think the fact that she's adulthood. the fact that she's in a wheelchair yeah, why represents the caller's um, uh, wheelchair fetish. Oh yeah, represents his perversion, <laughs> his sick sex brain that he has. Because he's I want to hear more about how, like, whether he was into the wheelchair in the dream. Yeah, did he whether... take her out of the wheelchair, or did they? Did he sit in the I want to know how it worked. And, yeah, me too. I want to know the logistics. Okay, now, <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go has been really blue the last few months. Somehow <laughs> we've just gotten made every episode have at least one really blue part in it. Sure. Um, but not all of these dreams were as blue as you might expect. Take a listen to this one. Or hope. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Allison from Cincinnati. I was calling about the sex dream thing. I once had kind of the opposite. I had a dream where Brad Pitt showed up on my street, and we were hanging out, and we were getting along really great, and um, then he hugged me and left, and then I woke up. And I think maybe we didn't have sex because I was a virgin. That's true. <laughs> Brad Pitt does not have sex with virgins. No. He's a, he's a respectable gentleman. I think Brad Pitt is actually maybe the best guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you heard no about kidding. this? Have you heard about this though? No. How he's he's, he's like done. publicly said that he's like taking a few years off from acting to just help Katrina victims. <laughs> no, no, I don't know wow. this guy. Recently, this guy, did he say this? Yeah, he's. I mean, I, I think so. He's just over the top with this, you know, this uh, nice guyness, no, al- altruistic me, behavior. Really, well, let me ask you this. I mean. There are other handsome, cool guys in Hollywood. Hell, there are other cool, handsome guys in the movie Ocean's 13. So here's what I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Okay, just look me in the eyes and tell me that helping Katrina victims is better than having a pet pig that sleeps in your bed like George Clooney did for 15 <laughs> years. <laughs> 
I can't do that. Yeah. You're the right. best not... guy in the world is George Clooney. Case closed. Cerrado in Espanol. Hmm. Sorry, Mr. Pitt. Um, however, uh, this one, this, this sex dream that I'm about to play is so... Sp- I mean, if you thought Mayim Bialik in a wheelchair was something... And I did. Get a load of this right here. Hi, this message is for um, Jordan Jesse Go. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. I'm calling to tell you about the doozy of a sex dream I've had. Um, <laughs> I, I had a sex dream about George W. Bush. Um, I had this dream early during his first term. Um, in my dream, I was a prostitute on the street, leaning against the brick wall. Bush and two giant bodyguards approached me. Um, the bodyguards kept watch on either side while he paid to have sex with me as I degraded him. Um, I said stuff about how small I was, how I couldn't feel anything, and how he could never make me come. This dream has definitely disturbed me because I don't like the man. I definitely don't find him attractive. Um, but degrading him like that was somehow really hot. Um, and I should mention, I've never had a sex dream like that before then or since then. Um, so that's my story. Thanks. Am I right? Was I right? <laughs> <or> was... <laughs> wow. Well, Jordan Toledo. Woo! That's why I'm a broadcaster. It's stories like that re- that remind exactly. me of why I'm Those a broadcaster. Those are what we, they wow. call an in, at NPR driveway moments. Yeah. That was, that. well, that was more of a street corner moment. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Just you are the master of disaster. <laughs> Man, that was beautiful. That was mm-hmm. such a special moment. That was great. We all have an image in our head now forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Jordan. Yes. Your big question here, sure, was what would it be like if you had a sex dream about someone and then ended up having sex with them? Mm. Mm. And I'm not talking. We're we're not talking here about having you went on one one or two dates with someone, but you haven't slept with them. Then you have a sex dream about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is sex dream. This is someone who you couldn't know what real sex with them would really be like. Sure. Now, Jordan, we got a call, and we got a message on the message board. I'm going to start with the call. Okay. Okay. Hi, Jordan and Jesse. This is Doug calling from Chicago with a story of someone who I had a sex dream about and eventually did have sex with. Uh, She was the lifeguard from my local pool when I was 14. Uh, She was 16 at the time. And uh, the pool is where I spent most of my time in the summer uh, because it was the only place worth going that I didn't need a car for. And also the lifeguards are pretty hot. Um, Spent a lot of time hitting on her. unfruitfully because I was 14 and therefore uncool in her eyes. Um, but I guess I was persistent enough um, in a very uh, uh, small and windy peppercorn shirt away that um, we actually did make out twice uh, when I was the yeah. yeah, This is a horrible call. I'm going to go. Bye. Uh. Oh. Oh. oh, I didn't. You know what happened? <laughs> he posted this story on the message board 
And then I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I was like, oh, this is the story that he posted on the message board. I'll, I'm going to play it on the air. And I didn't, and I didn't listen all the way in. I mean, all the way through. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to. Are we going to do a dramatic reading of the rest of it? I'm going to pull it. Yes. (laughs) Is it possible that maybe he stopped? Because he, I mean, I don't know. He wouldn't have put it on the message board. Okay, so Doug Life wrote in on the phone. You guys know Doug Life. Doug Life. He's the sure. guy who made the he's the guy who made the Hyphy remix of uh, of our theme music. No, I didn't know that that existed. Oh, it's great. Um, I hope it. I hope I'm right in remembering that Doug Life was the one who made that because if it wasn't, I feel really bad for the person who actually did. Okay, so he made out with this girl at the pool. Mm-hmm. That's where That's we're picking where up call. this story. Sure. When he was 14. He said, uh, uh, when, the, when the summer ended, I didn't really think I'd see her again. And the next year, she wasn't working as a lifeguard anymore. Mm-hmm. Six years later, I was home for the summer, and she just graduated from college. Mm-hmm. I was driving to a friend's house, and I spotted her jogging. I pulled the car. What car- state is this in? I don't know. I, I would like to know, but for some reason, this seems. He Anyways. appears to be in Chicago. Okay. So I, I'm only, this is only conjecture is that it would be area. in the Chicago area. They had made out once behind the bleachers and once parked in her car uh, by the Pizza Hut. Mm -hmm. Six years later, I was home for the summer. She just graduated from college. I was driving to a friend's house, and I spotted her, jogging. I pulled the car over two blocks ahead and walked back to meet her. She gave me her number and said to call when I turned 21 so we could go out. (laughs) My birthday was three weeks away, and I called her that day. We went out the next weekend while my family was at the beach. The sex didn't hold up to the dreams of a 14-year-old virgin, but what sex could? (laughs) The three reasons the sex weren't great are the same three reasons why the story is great. Number one, we did it in a field. This seemed like a romantic idea, but it's actually a whole lot of nature and bugs, and it's also (laughs) tough to get a good rhythm going when you're smashing into solid ground. (laughs) Number two, she worked at the Bush White House. This killed about 50% of the remaining adolescent lust I had for one of my all-time dream girls. Wow. Worked at the Bush White House. It's Ah. actually like that one uh, season conclusion of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm a few years ago, you know, when Larry was allowed to... uh... Anyway. I don't remember. I'm not caught up on that. Number (laughs) number three, number three, she gave him the clap. Hey... He said, Interesting. This has been a. Uh, this has been not. A and he very... said, so he had to call one of his childhood dream girls at the Bush White House and let her know that she had given him the clap. Very anti-Bush episode of Jordan Jesse Go. I know. Surprisingly so. Well, Jordan, I'm voting for a Q Sinich. Fair enough. I support you in that. Um, okay, now here's the real piece de resistance of this whole affair, Jordan. Okay. This is a post, it was the first post this person had ever posted on uh, the message board. Mm-hmm. Somebody named Jim Boy USMC. Mm-hmm. So I would presume he's a workout enthusiast and he's in the Marine Corps. Okay. Right? Wouldn't you say? That sounds right. Jim Boy USMC? Yeah. So, the the subject is, sex dream come true, then in all caps, with NPR personality. Oh. Here's the message. So I used to work out at the gym with this person, and I had a sex dream about this person and woke up very, um, randy. 
<laughs> I went to the neighborhood chain coffee shop, and this person was there. And this person was there. This person and I started talking, and this person asked if we could go to my place. So we did, and it was better than in my dream. Much better. Come to find out, this person is a pretty well-known mid-level local-slash-national NPR personality. What city is this guy in? He's in Chicago, Illinois, and it has to be Peter Sagal. Might Nobody be, else it could might be, be one of those Sagal. sound opinions guys. Oh, like Jim DeRogatis, maybe? Maybe, maybe it could have been Jim DeRogatis <laughs> or Greg Cott. I'm just saying. I'm th- my, probably, money's my money's on Peter. My money's on Peter Sagal all the way. All the way to the bank, Jordan. I have Peter Sagal's email address. He did email me that one time. Do you think I should email him and ask him if he ever, if he's ever done it with uh, Jim Boy USMC? Nope. No, you don't think no, so? That's probably not a good idea. What, yeah, it's what probably about not the, uh, the, the person that had the, the dream about Jordan? What about that person? I want to hear it. I want to hear about the... I wanted to see that it was on the a message long time board. ago. Oh, it's not on the message board? You don't no, have it's call? not on the message board. It was a call, actually. And they, they did not get into the... Old, that was the only details they gave were the... Um, that was it. They're the gentlemanly without being a sissy. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, you did She didn't that. even know what now. Jordan... She didn't even know what Jordan looked like. She was having sex with the idea of Jordan. Right. <laughs> that was some sort of amorphous gray blob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's what's truly amazing about it. Most people can't get it up in that state. But mm-hmm. Jordan could hey. <laughs> i just thrust part of myself mm-hmm. forward i mean it's that all is kind of incredible insane. yeah okay well we'll we'll be back is in that, just a second okay. we'll be back in just a second on jordan jesse go it's jordan jesse go i'm jesse thorne america's radio sweetheart jordan morris boy detective with us ashcon aka ash keezy yeah. known to friends as ash keezy Certainly. Sure. Why not? Buddies will call you Ash Keezy. Ash Keezy. Ash Kizzle. Ash Kizzle. Ash Kizzle. Ash Kizzle. Flowers for Algernon. Whatever's clever, <laughs> man. Um, let's, let's go back to the telephone, shall we, gang? Why not? This is a call that... Do you remember when we got a call from Federal Property recently? No. It was two young ladies called in. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And they, were in the, uh, and they were in the post office. They were in the post office. That's yes. federal property, mm-hmm. right? That's federal property. And we yeah. asked that in the future all calls be made from federal property, as I recall. <laughs> right. Um, you know, just so that, you know, because we want to have the FBI to have jurisdiction over Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. And we want to make people feel like their tax dollars are going to a good cause. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, this is the same two young ladies. I think this is supposed to mean something. But I need you guys to parse it for me. Cause sure, sure. I listened to it three times and I couldn't figure out what oh, it was good. supposed yes, to be. Yes, let's play the nonsense call. And this is called the nonsense call. Uh, hi, Jordan Jesse. This is Lauren Denise from San Francisco. We're the bike guys. And uh, Jesse, this is for you. Yeah, it might be different girls. Hard to say, man. I don't know. I think that's different. I think that's different ladies. But it's Hmm. still a team of two ladies calling in at once. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, that mean anything to you guys? No, it sounded like they said they're in San Francisco at the Zeitgeist. Now, I think the Zeitgeist is a club in uh, uh, that has been referenced on Jordan Jesse Go in the past by uh, Bucky Sinister. Okay, that's all I got so far. 
What was that song? I mean, it sounded like a, a foreign country's national anthem. It sounded like if someone was hugging. Do you, you think know, it was like the New Zealand national Hail anthem Britannia or something? Or something? Hail, sure. I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah. I, you know what that was? That was O Canada. Might have been O Canada. Oh Canada. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I know what it is. We're about to have a hockey game. There you go. Shit, I don't know how I could have been so stupid. No, you're dumb. Step your game up. Hi, Jordan Jesse Doe. This is Sarah from Massachusetts. Um, I have something going on in my life right now. Um, it sort of reminded me of when Jordan was talking about uh, his relative named Penuel Gatewood, and I just found out that one of my distant relatives from Holland is named Baltazar Spang. So I'm thinking my first child will be named Baltimore and my second child will be named Spang. All right, thanks. Bye. Here, I have an idea. Balthazar's making out like a bandit on that one. Can I? Balthazar's stoked. Can he used I? to cruise around the house in a cape. Can I? What's Spang, what's Spang going to do in that situation? Balthazar's not only wearing a cape, he's wearing one of those capes that has a collar. Yeah. You know, like a high collar. You know what I'm talking about? And like Spang a chain across like his, the front. Spang sounds like his crippled like manservant. I have an idea to kind of even things out. Sure. Name she should name her first child Balthazar Spang mm-hmm. and her second child Barth Balthazar Spang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I like that. It's sort of like George Foreman style. Mm-hmm. You, you know, go. but instead of George Foreman, who's so self obsessed, he names every child after himself. It's this woman who's so obsessed with Balthazar Spang that she names every child after Balthazar Spang. There you go. I think that's entirely reasonable, Jordan. Uh, a popular a popular segment on the program, probably the most popular segment on the program, sure. is when someone calls in to ask a question about San Francisco, and I talk about a lot of really San Francisco yeah, specific we love that. stuff. Everybody loves that. Well, <laughs> guess what, Jordan? What? Guess what, Jordan? Uh, the reviews are in and they are glowing. Listen to this. Hey, show. Uh, this is Peter from Minneapolis, but right now I'm in San Francisco at Musée Mécanique. And it's amazing. Uh, I'm not the guy who called for advice about San Francisco stuff, but I needed advice about San Francisco stuff. And I took your advice about San Francisco stuff. And uh, I'm blown away. I just got beat by my dad at foosball and watched a movie thing uh, with a crank reel thing. And it was amazing. Thanks. Bye. Obviously... One person calling in is just, you know, that's just a coincidence. You sure. know what I mean? Like, I, is there more of these? Is there like eight of these that, that doesn't, we're going with this? That doesn't make this the most popular segment in Jordan Jesse Go history. <laughs> right. That doesn't make me the greatest tour guide in American history. But two calls, right? But, is that where we're going? But I would two call, say. Two calls, there's another one. Oh, there's another one. Guy with the same thing. <laughs> Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. It's Nate from Chicago calling back reporting. Um, I am at the Musée Mechanique, like you suggested, and I'm kind of freaking out. It's uh, <laughs> it's incredible. I saw several um, women, scantily clad, in um, sheer sheets um, for only a quarter. It's just really fucking great. Um, my monocle almost fell out. You know what we're doing here? 
touching people's lives. Man, that music sounded great. What is this place? This is a place uh, I'm that from used, the Bay. I want to know about it this. Place. Used to be, it used to be uh, in the Cliff House, but they've since moved it. The Cliff House booted them out, and now they're in like a hangar, like by Pier Thirty Nine. But what it is is it's just like this huge collection of turn of the century arcade amusements. Whoa. Like everything from like little things where you put in a nickel and then like a bunch of like weird robots dance around to like crazy like football games that are sort of like electronic table football from the 60s. Oh, right, right, right. Every kind of crazy ass thing to to movies where you crank, roll a hand crank. That is awesome. And get to see a naked lady. Oh, it's the greatest thing in the world. Speaking of naked ladies, Jordan, since this is the bluest Jordan Jesse go in what has really become a string of blue Jordan (laughs) Jesse goes, um, I thought that rather than than play, for example, one of the two people who called in with the momentous occasion that they had uh, their first piece of writing published, uh, I would instead play... Good for you guys. I would instead play this uh, momentous occasion. Hi, Jordan Jesse go. My name is Dave. I'm calling from Vancouver in uh, Canada. Uh, just calling with a momentous occasion, maybe a little bit blue for the airwaves, but what the hell, it's important to me. Um, my girlfriend just agreed to have a threesome with myself and another woman. Um, it'd probably be more momentous if I called after said threesome, but I'm not really the type to count my chickens before they hatch. So it's, this is a, a small victory in and of itself, I think. Don't you like how he has like a, just a really straightforward, grounded Canadian type attitude about yeah. the whole thing? This is this is doesn't sound like the kind of guy who has threesomes. This is this sounds he's kind like, of jinxing it though. Do you yeah, think he's jinxed it he already? Kind of is jinxing it because man, you can come really close to having a threesome, but to actually have one go down is tough. I've learned you know the hard way. You, I mean, I don't, I mean. Feel free to elaborate. You've had some. You've had some near misses in the threesome department. Oh man, there. You know, I. I feel like every time I've been like one hundred percent for sure, I'm about to have a threesome. Like you guys, like something like the like you did paperwork. Like yeah, like there's no way I'm not having a threesome. And then right you're now. like, oh fuck, I forgot to get this notarized. <laughs> oh, Somehow everything that could possibly. Unravel but like the ceiling caves in yeah, or something. Something something happens. That should totally be like a some sort of a no. shtick on something like somebody that I don't know. Is that it worth like, a while I mean, of a whole? Are skit? you saying that we should have a threesome? Is that what you're saying? Uh, narrowly. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh man. No, but okay. No, okay no, so not, so okay. So in these situations. And let me know if this gets too personal. I don't, you know, want to overstep my bounds. Okay. In these situations, you you were mentally prepared to have a threesome. Um, sh- mentally and physically prepared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you prepared yourself mentally right. and then got a boner at the thought of it. Um, so let me ask you this: Would you say <laughs> would you that you were engorged? Would you say you were in the bone zone? No doubt, son. Okay, so how much thinking about the logistics of this whole act (laughs) did you do? Because that... I, I, I've done a lot of speculating on this show as to what the how the secret sex party works. Man, I got uh, like an orgy. I like gotta, what? Like how? How do you wrap your brain around that? You're like, what am I going to do? Like what? When? When? Mid threesome. What am I doing? Are you sitting there I, thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to go? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh man. 
I'm just debating whether to tell this story or not. <laughs> There's no question that you should tell yeah. this story, Ashcon. When it comes down to oh, it. Oh wow! Oh wow! Or Jesse can tell a, a this story is, no, about hanging good. out with Mr. Buck <laughs> from good. a message board. This is good. And I've always wanted there to be a little bit of get back on this. And <laughs> so, get back. So here we go. Get back. Live get on back. Jordan. <laughs> Jesse, go. It's not live. Right. Well, it's live to tape. It's live to tape. Um, so there was a girl that I was seeing for a while. And then uh, we broke up. And she moved somewhere else. Things were really bad by the end of our relationship. But very, very shortly after our relationship ended, I found out that she's having threesomes. You know? Oh just my a, god. She's you know, and I'm just in general? I mean you guys didn't have I made it you sound guys like didn't that. have we, a threesome. We, no, we had almost had a threesome like a couple of times. It was definitely like something we talked about, like wanting to. Never went down for whatever reason. We break up after, you know, kind of a dwindling sex life for the last few months that you know, that can happen in a bad relationship. And then I find out within just a couple of months that she has engaged in, I think, a, either a, one or two threesomes, I think with the same pairing. Who, who the tell, same pairing. Who, how do you find this out? I find this straight from her. You've heard this. Whoa, you yeah. hear about this kind of thing on the internet. Yeah. I, so I hear this straight from her. Is Googling her name mm-hmm. and, yeah. So you guys can imagine, I'm, I'm bummed out about this a little bit, jealous sure. a little bit. Just like, Why would she tell you that? Well, I don't, that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay. really? You know, you're gonna, and so I'm like, well, you know, that might be a little bit too much information, you know? Sure. And I, you know, I don't know if it was her way of, you know. Hey, Ash God, remember when we were going out and we always <laughs> talked about that threesome? <laughs> exactly. You are going to laugh. Exactly. Listen to this. Exactly. So, so as, it, as it goes, I'm, so I'm like, man, uh, you know, I don't even know that you should be telling me that, you know? It's kind of serious. And then she's like, well, well, you know, I'd rather it was with you. That's what she says, you know? So she's telling me about this, her and her friend that are now messing <laughs> around and they've been hooking up with like the girl's guy that she, I don't know. It's a mess. The threesomes are just a mess. Right. Um, anyhow. So that's so, why you need to have a three way. <laughs> so she says <laughs> threesome. So she says, you know, I'd much rather it be with you. So she comes back into town. Oh, you know, we're recently broken up. It's not that far-fetched that this could go down. So she comes back into town. She's with her friend at the threesome, you know. This is the threesome she's with friend. Her thre- the threesome friend, exactly. I the go- friend that will have the threesome so with this her. This is good stuff. This is good stuff. So I so I go through all this trouble. Like, I, it, just ridiculous. I'm like, okay. You've got the candles. It's <laughs> damn near planned, right? It's da- right? It's overly planned. And it's just so for sure. It. Even the friend knows that she kind of came to town with her to have a threesome with me. Right. And, I, you know, I'm into it. I'm like, hey, let's do it, obviously. And, and, uh, and we're having this little hangout at my house. And I actually, the threesome friend had mentioned that one of my friends was cute. When yeah. We had hung out just like a break-in night a couple of nights before. We were like, we're going right. to hang out, but the actual threesome is going to happen on Saturday or whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so we hang out. And while we're hanging out, she, you know, she had mentioned that one of my friends was kind of you know, good looking yeah. or whatever. So I even you got per- good looking friends like these two fellas. Hey, sure, that's what I'm saying. So I make a a, a point to actually call him. I'm, I say, hey man, look, this girl. I know you know you're you probably looking to get some, and she's cute and whatever. But you know, I think there's a pretty like pretty much just a threesome going down. Is what the deal is. Unless you show up, then it's <laughs> no. I, he's gonna be there. But I'm like, if you can, like, I'd appreciate you not, you know, trying to, you know. 
touch take penis her home together, or, you know, sure. touch the thingies. So he's like, oh, dude, no problem. Like, no worries. Like, I totally feel you, man. Whatever. You know, I'm like, okay, great. So this guy sounds like an asshole. And so the, <laughs> to me. So the. So the uh, I don't trust him past the end of my nose to tell t- you the truth. You talking about the the, the, this, the this me questionable? Talking about Ash Yeah, I am. So, Actually, now that I think about it, I'm talking yes. about every character in this entire story. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Oh man, I can't believe I'm telling this. How many <laughs> listeners do you guys have? A few thousand. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is good. Um, so. So the stage said, I have a small gathering at my house with some of my friends. The plan is basically going to have a little little hangout, hang out, do a little party, and after people take off, they're, you know, you know whatever. Cocktail, we're hanging maybe. Out. Exactly. So. Well, Ash kind of um, already told this guy there's not going to be. Oh, cocktail. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so, um,. My my ex is getting like really hammered at a really rapid rate to the point that it's worrying me. And this is why I said like the, the moments right before potential threesome right. are really intense because you're just like you want everything to be going right and you're lighting the candles, you're lighting <laughs> so, the incense. What, so what's going on? You've then? got ignition <laughs> remix playing on the radio. <laughs> so what? Out of the kitchen, baby, rolling that body. Out of many here wishing. Sipping on coke and rum. So what? What's going on? There's what's going on? What you're telling me, Ashkan? Ashkan, what you're telling me here is that you've got food everywhere, as if the party was catered. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) As if it was catered. Go ahead, Jordan. And after the party is the after party. Right. So that and that's true. So Mm -hmm. that's what I was thinking. So the ex. So you're in some sort of pre threesome zone. And I'm starting to worry because the ex is getting really hammered, and I'm like, she's you know she's not even maybe be able to participate at this race. Right. You know. So I'm trying to like kind of contain her, and then like have a little water. Let's get something to eat. Exactly. (laughs) Have some brown bread. Exactly. You you might want to slow down a little bit on that vodka. Why? Why? What are you talking about? And then I have to worry, like, well, I don't want to get into a fight. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, I had to walk, okay, sure, have another, okay, but just, you know, I'm just, never mind. Yeah. You know, so so it's high stakes. Anyhow, um, as the night proceeds, uh, you know, uh, things are, I, I start feeling like they're probably going to be, they're going well, they're going in the right things direction. Things are jamming. Give me, yeah, give me a little, doom, doom. Right. Can you guys give me that? Sure, I'll do it. So, so the parties are feeling good, right? The vibes right. Everybody's buzzing. People are starting to leave slowly. And I can see that threesome right in my grass. And as I go around the corner to have a quick moment by myself before the shit goes down, I go around the corner. Cut the music to see my ex-girl and the dude that I had worn not to get with the other friend <laughs> hooking up in my closet. <laughs> in my goddamn closet. But this is honestly, <laughs> I know this story is getting too long now. I nope. know this story is getting too and long. Then the, not even. And then the midget comes in and the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> and the nosy neighbor. <laughs> yeah. And then she takes off her wig, but she has similar hair under no, the wig. Is, this is the funniest part on my part. I'm so ridiculous at this point. Because obviously my initial instinct is to punch my friend in the, in the face. Right. And be like, what the hell are you doing? And get really mad. But 
I actually am so worked up for the idea of the threesome happening that I decide I don't want to just end it right here by throwing a shit fit and right. just going crazy. I'm going to just play this off like a just random 60s free love makeout that just happened. <laughs> Clearly, like, it's not a big deal. Clearly, this could not really be, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I play it's it like... It's a sex party at this exactly. point. <laughs> You're at a sex party. Exactly. So I play it totally cool. They, they're looking at me like deer in headlights, like they're in such big trouble and i'm like hey honestly you guys are tripping but it's it's okay it's not a big deal you know come on man you know and then i kind of dragged him into the bathroom a little bit i'm like look what the fuck are you doing man? come on <laughs> come on you can't be doing this i'm look we're I'm, supposed to be touching your, dicks right man your twosome can't interrupt my threesome so so i'm you know i'm like come on now you can't and he's like, my bad, my bad, dude. You know, he's really, really hammered. I don't know even what's going on. I can't believe it. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. So then, uh, then uh, he's about to leave. And, uh, you know, everyone's kind of clearing out now. I don't know that everybody knows what had happened. It, 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 it was happening around the corner. Anyhow, so my friend's leaving. But then, and then my ex, like, feels like it's awkward for him to just leave on that note. Like, they need to, like, have some quick saying of something, like... Anyway, that just turns into her following him out and making out with him in the street for a very long time. <laughs> Honestly, like, they go... I saw, I guess I wasn't hard enough on it. Yeah. They, they decided, like, hey, right. he doesn't really care. Let's just get it on on the street. So it actually ends up being this unbelievable, awkward hour of just me and the would-be threesome girl sitting there waiting around for her to come back in what we thought was going to be like a quick moment. And now they're not answering their phone. And then, <laughs> I, and then I have to go outside. And it, ultimately, after a long enough time, I go outside. I'm like, what What the hell are you guys doing? At this point, I'm, you know, I had to be kind of mad. I can't believe this shit. But then I still, I'm like, I've, I've went this long. You know, maybe I can just have a little frustration threesome right now. <laughs> I'm still, I still at this point, you still think the threesome is a possibility. Well, yeah, yeah. What's amazing is that I still think that you haven't let go. I haven't let go. It's like it's you like, thought there's just not enough candles. On the prize. Honestly, right. it's kind of like the hot tub and song. Okay, yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm still despite at the end of the song, this, you get into a hot tub. So, well, You've already said jacuzzi, but now you're going for ooze, ooze. Right, right, right. So. Uh, instead of getting like I should be I mean I was fuming at her I was basically thinking about how upset I mean it was a betrayal it was really upsetting what was going down here like this is one of my best friends how dare your ex-girlfriend a serious ex-girlfriend and one of my best friends you know and it was just in such poor taste but anyhow (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point you're a classy gentleman You're, throwing, you're trying to throw a classy threesome party. Your monocle <laughs> fell out of your eye, as we <laughs> right. heard earlier. So, for Christ's sake, I... I we, your dicky flapped she, up, you were so she, upset. She, <laughs> she comes back like in. She comes back you in. You spilled your drink on your spats. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, she comes back in, and I'm still thinking maybe, after all this, maybe now we're going to have a threesome, but she just immediately passes out like immediately goes on the couch and passes out not even to be moved me and threesome girl end up kind of spitefully hooking up all night it was really fun (laughs) (laughs) just like yeah we hook up and and then she has this awkward moment of waking up and not really remembering the night before and i'm just with threesome girl and we all went out to breakfast, and I can't believe I just told What'd that What'd you have story. for breakfast? We all went to breakfast together, me, her, and threesome girl. <laughs> and, uh, Did you, were you thinking, 
depending on how good this breakfast burrito is, <laughs> maybe I maybe. still might. If I pick check. up the check, if I'm funny to the waiter. Oh man, that was that story too much. Was that over the no, top? No, not at all. No, are man, you are you still fine. comfortable? Are you still comfortable closing out our show with a rap? That's the real question. Most definitely. Most okay. definitely. What's this? What's this rap song going to be? This uh, this song is called Hey Keezy. Hey Keezy, that's yes, you. That is me, and it comes from. Uh, the final breakthrough record. This uh, this song actually features um, some students that I had in Oakland when I was uh, I was working as a tutor and a substitute teacher in the Oakland schools for a while. And I had the idea from the first time I heard this track. I want to get kids singing on it. I got these kids to sign permission slips. We did it after school. It was amazing. They loved the whole thing. They were so happy. And anyway, they sound beautiful. And uh, it's basically a song about leaving the town you grew up in to go and, uh, you know, pursue your dream or whatever it is you want to do. 25 years of my life have passed by and they've been priceless Actually not, cause every night it's Five on the liquor and five on the food I gotta move quick, I'm tired of paying dues I need some new scenery soon And though I miss my hometown I know that it's time for me to go now Roll down the window and slow down the car It's missing Mr. Keo when they walking by the park I sparked my first J there, hit my first hey there Thinking back to Little League and all the games I played there Hey there, Esther, tell Ian I'ma miss him I'm coming back soon, but for now I'm on the mission to carry the cross and bear the burden of the ring i won't stop at no cost i won't quit for anything been sinking down the drain in the town that i came from it's time to take aim at the game and make some of my name no one's to blame but myself in this life of fat blunts and months of bad health but i'm changing turning the page opening up a new chapter the one with me is full-time rapper part-time actor with the swagger of a king won't stop till i get me a ring and then i come back home that's my name Don't they sound so beautiful? See you when you uh. come back home. Uh. Come on, let's go. Yo, it's been a long time coming, but I've finally been summoned. So goodbye, everyone. I gotta run to the summit and just jump in. But first, I'll take one last ride. Drive through the streets that I roamed as a child. Causing buckets with the guys like our luck would never die. Drinking 40s, getting high like every single night. I miss the days of old as I passed by the liquor store where they used to always let me buy. I can't help but think about how time flies And how I miss living with a finger to the sky But my time is now, it's my time to rise So as I leave this town, I don't want to hear your cries Cause I'm just trying to win this prize for y'all So when it all falls down, we'll be rising tall Now as I sing this song, no tomorrow I'll be gone Till then let me hear you sing along, along uh, Yeah, that's my name Come on, sing it Come back home that's my name. Come back home. When I return, the blunt's gonna burn longer. Cause once I earn stronger funds, y'all are the ones I'ma honor. And I put that on my moms and father. Hold on, y'all, karma's coming round the corner. As for my dogs and the ones feeling hunger With no homes every year waiting for summer Cause once I make it, y'all the wait is over Take it straight off the slums and off to the Bahamas No hummers for me if my peoples ain't eating I don't know why that's so hard to see 
find it so hard to believe that so many MCs get rich and buy another SUV. And I ain't even from the streets, but I've seen enough to know that there's grown men sleeping on the concrete. So Ash Khan gon' speak for the meek till everybody gets a little peace. Ride with me, Ash Keezy. Yeah, that's my name. What? Come on. Oh, when I, oh, when I come back home, oh, when I come back, back home. Yeah, you know that that's my name. Yeah. Oh, when I come back home. I think we could just let the kids ride out there. Well played. Thank rapper, rapper, Ashcon. Thank you. Ashcon, blessing the microphone. Thank you very much. Guys. Here at Sound of Young America World Headquarters. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Ash Kesey. Ash Kesey on microphone number three. Always a pleasure to have you, Mr. Khan. Thank you very much. Thank Do you, you mind if much. I call you Mr. Khan? Not at all. I like that. It presumes that your first name is Ash and your last name is Khan, which is incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm going to call him Mr. Khan. Jordan, That's you fine. don't like that? King Khan? Uh, King Khan? Sure. Mr. Dan, anything you say. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, uh, Ashcon's yeah. uh, Ashcon's great mixtape, uh, which includes uh, some of the music you heard today and uh, Hot Tubbin, uh, which you can get from uh, Ashcon's last appearance. I'll also link it up. I'll link it up on the message board because okay. we have a special download nice. of Ashcon's live on Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go version of Hot Tubbin. If you haven't yet heard Hot Tubbin, or you can go to the YouTube and type in Hot Tubbin, or you can just buy his uh, mixtape and uh, get it on there. Um, Ashcon's on the MySpace, myspace.com slash Ashcon1, mm-hmm. A-S-H-K-O-N number one. Yes. Uh, which you are. Yes, yes. I, oh, hey, thank who's you. The, who's, no the, who's the Ashcon that made you have to, have to add the one? Some bastard. Yeah, yeah. fuck that guy. Um, one other thing. Yeah, sure. Spit it out. Hopefully, if we can make this happen, uh, the the Hot Tubbin song should be available on iTunes very, very shortly. Very, very we shortly. Ex- we weren't expecting the whole you know internet f- phenomenon thing. Right. And we had had it mailed in, ready to basically come up in the next week or so. Right. We didn't realize that those few days would end up being so crucial. Yeah. But it will be up. It will be up on iTunes, as will the final breakthrough album, uh, probably before the end of April. So seriously, folks, get your ninety nine cents on and support our man Ash Keezy here. Why not? I say you send in. What's the CD cost? The mixtape costs like eight dollars, right? The mixtape is like eight, eight seven, bucks. Seven, eight, yeah. It's about twenty-five tracks. There's a lot of fun stuff on there. It's absolutely. It's not a. It's not half-assed bullshit. I have it and, and listen to it in, in my car all the time. Not not a not a crappy bullshit half-assy type mixtape. This is high-quality type production thanks, thanks, that yeah. you've put together. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty proud of the, that mixtape. It, it's some cool cover art uh, as well. Oh, comes you're with that. Working with the Cali Untouchable DJs, a mm-hmm. reputable DJ crew. This is not some bullshit down on the corner. Questionable behavior right on, on right disc. On. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is worth your $8. Um, do we have any special action items this week, Jordan? <sighs> 
Sick cream stain. No, I know. In, endanger your health by leaving a steak uh, uncovered you in your refrigerator. Yeah. Let food spoil, then eat it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, What's our... some milk curd? Our theme music is um, uh, by the Free Design, courtesy of Light in the Attic Records. You know, a listener sent me just uh, this week, or sent us, I should say, Mm -hmm. a link to a a commercial that apparently is all the rage in Norway right now, scored to the Free Design. Really? Yeah, Love You is the music of the the commercial. In this commercial, a young Norwegian boy has a roll of candy treats. And two bullies come and try and take his candy treats. He takes a look at them. He takes a look at his treats. He takes a look at the bullies, and he decides to run. He's not giving up the treats. He runs until he meets two even bigger boys. Oh, boy. They scare off the bullies. Thank God our candy treats are saved, right? Does everyone share the treats? Right, Jordan? Oh, wrong. Something else happens. Those guys decide they want the treats. Oh, boy. The kid recognizes it, and he bolts. Mm. That's, the, that's the story of the commercial. Mm. It's a powerful story about a boy and his candy treats. <laughs> a boy and failing. Yeah, exactly. He's got nothing to worry about. They have an amazing social, they have a social uh, safety net in that country. You would not believe I, Norway. I got to confess, I kind of missed that whole story. I was thinking about my frustration about the missed threesome. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next week on Jordan Jesse. <laughs> yep. Yadadamino. At the Warriors game, friends and family, free sausages, snuck in Jimmy Bean. Warriors won the game, 127-119. Called my homie up, said, yo, what's happening? He said, there's a party going down on the west side. What you gonna do? You should come on through, say, yeah, that sounds all right. Oh yeah, he said, just one more thing, he said, you better bring a couple girls, cause it's a sausage fest. God damn it, alright, I'll see what I can do, whatever it takes to do what you know that I wanna do. Hot tubbing on the late night, yada da mean, yada da mean, yada da mean, oh, oh, hot tubbing on the late night, yada da mean. Yada da mean, yada da mean, oh At the sausage fest, wasn't having fun Not enough buns, not enough huns, wasn't gonna get none So I had to go to the liquor store And get a full oh before the store closed, oh Oh, nice but, but her teeth was busted Wasn't for me, yada da mean, no Oh, what am I gonna go Yada da mean, yada da mean, yada da mean, oh, oh, hot tubbing on the late night. Yada da mean, yada da mean, yada da mean, oh, got my cell phone out. I started making calls. Unlimited nights and weekends got me calling all my bros. Hey girl, what you doing right now? I got an idea that you can't turn down. What's the big idea? She said, what are you talking about? I told her, grab a couple towels. You're about to find out. 
What about Stacey? We was gonna watch a movie. We can bring along Stacey. We can all jump in a hot chuck. Now all three of us cruising. Looking for a place to do this. But where we gonna find the jacuzzi? I pulled into the Motel 6. It's after pool hours, so we hop in the fence. First, I take my shoes off, then I'm dropping my pants. Turn the bubbles up and get in. Time to romance. Hot tubbing on the late night. Yada da mean, yada da mean, yada da mean. Oh, 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 oh. Hot tubbing on the late night. Yada da mean, yada da mean, yada da mean. Oh, bubbly, bubbly, bob. Bubbly, bubbly, bob. And finally in a hot tub. <laughs> hot tub on the late night. Yada to mean, Jesse. 